0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blob Talk Radio.
1: It just, it just feels so funny um, <laughs> redoing the show from this past Wednesday. It, it's an honor and a pleasure. I, I'd redo it a countless number of times if, if it became necessary. Um, but I just think it's hilarious that it's occurring in the, really the meat, the heart of this Mercury Retrograde. Here we are at May 30th. Um, it's not going to station direct here until the 11th, so we still have the better part of, of a week and a half left um, for the real heat of it, but then we still aren't one thing out of the woods yet until we're out of the shadow zone or shadow period, which Ends June the 27th So I just wanted to put those dates back out there for y'all If you're having a a difficult time For whatever reason during this period of time um, You can go back and listen to the show from two weeks ago I never intended or knew that I would be doing a show on this date Because the date of this past Wednesday Was supposed to be taken care of Uh, The week going forward, which I'm about to redo for you now Um, But here we are exactly two weeks later from the inaugural show You'll see it's a special broadcast um, Welcoming you to the wonderful world of Mama Dada Astrology Here on the My Astrology Coach radio network Um, And, I mean, well, you got to go back and listen to that for just Countless reasons I listened to it Again today and I mean at certain points I think I have an out of body experience And I don't realize I'm listening to myself Because the information Is so powerful and impactful Um, I'll Touch on the the new moon and Taurus that I spoke on at that time here in a Second but We're redoing the broadcast from Wednesday um, um, And it was just so good, y'all. So let me just get into it. How about that? Um, oh, I got to shout out <laughs> God, creator, ancestors, my higher self, reflections of myself and others. I see the God in you. And um and Ashe and ra to all those in the line of great divine. May it be a blessed uh, rem- remainder of this hour, about 45 minutes. Uh, Let's see I'm going to go out of order like Wednesday I touched on the sun Neptune square first And then got into the full moon In Sagittarius But I got to jump into it y'all Because to the broadcast From two weeks ago at the I was talking Speaking on the new moon in Taurus And I said I, 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 <laughs> The new moon in Taurus Occurred on the same date Depending on your time zone As the Mercury retrograde Began Not the the shadow period of the Mercury retrograde That occurred back on the 4th But on the 18th When it turned retrograde Stationed retrograde It was also the day Of a new moon In uh, Taurus I'm just looking at my phone Making sure I'm still here with you guys And so I said at that time, go back and listen to it. That's the power of having these broadcast archived because you can mark our words. You can go back and you can listen and see wow that actually manifested here weeks later. Um as I was listening, I noticed that it mentioned, you know, re taking a since it was happening so close to the Mercury retrograde Taking the time out To initiate It sounded real weird To kind of advise That we uh, um, Initiate you know, these all, all new efforts and, and things that are very typical Of new moon energy uh, Because It was happening at the time of a Mercury retrograde uh, Stationing retrograde So I said Why don't we instead Utilize some of this retrograde energy. This energy that's calling us to re-evaluate. This energy that's calling, calling us and causing us to rethink things. This same energy that's causing us to review Gemini-related things since Mercury is retrograding in Gemini. Then. Utilize that when we're initiating These new moon uh, Efforts Or um, uh, Intention You got to go back and listen to it I don't remember all what I said Even though I just listened to it again here Not that long ago But uh, the point is Is that What I did say Is that Taurus being You know ruled by Venus And Representing our values And I was saying To take another look at How you value yourself Take another look at your self-worth What you really feel What you really know your worth And your value is Take another look at that And set some intentions forward That honor that And here we are two weeks later On the I'm about to tell you about this full moon in Sagittarius The way these moon cycles go You have a full moon That's when the moon looks all white in the sky It's fully illuminating and reflecting the light of the sun There's nothing um, blocking that reflection okay? And then you have the new moon When it's completely dark Completely blocked out And Uh, Or the dark moon that you may hear it referred to as And these are pivotal times in the month, in the year Where we're able to work in accordance with these energies That are going to be there whether we want to acknowledge them or not Whether we want to believe that they carry any particular energy whatsoever at all or not it is happening, and 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 here, Mama Dada Astrology is, um, you know, documenting it and and getting you prepared a week in advance, a week ahead of everyone else. Not only who who has no awareness of of these occurrences or happenings at all, but then, you know, you're you're getting the information well ahead, uh, so you can prepare, be aware, be intentional, be powerful, be productive. And I, I and we're going to get more into the Full Moon and series right now. I just wanted to mention that because if you have not caught the inaugural episode, the the special broadcast welcoming you home to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology, you've got to check that out. Just click the link in Blog Talk Radio um, forward slash Ampoo Astrology. For the My Astrology Coach Radio Network, and yeah, click on that and check it out. And then, you know, here you here you are. Two weeks later, you can listen to it and see, you know, what has even manifested in your own life. Because even if you weren't aware of it, it was it it was happening, and it is happening. So let's jump in. Uh, full Moon in Sagittarius is happening on Tuesday coming up, um, the second. It is a full moon. Uh, whenever there is a full moon and the full light of the moon of the sun is being reflected via the moon, then uh, that means you've got to, you're dealing with an opposition. An opposition, as opposed to the new moon in Taurus, when I was speaking uh, here a couple weeks ago, that is a conjunction. That is when the sun and the moon are right on top of each other or sharing the exact same area of space at the same time. At this particular juncture with the full moon and Sag coming up, you've got the sun in Gemini. It is still Gemini season. Happy birthday to all the Geminis who will be celebrating uh, here in the week that we're discussing, which is the 31st. Tomorrow's the 31st of May through uh, Sunday through Saturday, the 31st through the 6th of June. Happy birthday. And um, I hope this. Is a powerful positive Full moon for you That's my gift to you as a prayer <laughs> And 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 uh, you're welcome <laughs> um, Nep, uh, Neptune I don't want to get into that just yet There's some I, I was going to talk about I've got it out of order but I was going to Mention some aspects that are being made To this full moon but Let me just say, uh, this is occurring at 11 degrees of Sagittarius. That's where the moon's going to be. I said the sun is going to be in Gemini. The moon, it, it is in Gemini. At that time, the moon will also be in Sagittarius, which is directly opposite Gemini on the astrological wheel. Every sign has an opposing or an opposite sign and the sun in gemini will be opposing or directly opposite the moon in sagittarius. This is occurring at 11 degrees. The sun will be in at 11 degrees gemini, the moon at 11 degrees sagittarius. That is the angle, the opposing angle that makes this a full moon. Uh people with sun, your natal sun in your astrological birth chart Or your natal moon Or your natal Ascendant Around the 11 degree Mark of Sagittarius Are going to feel this the most If you don't know your time of birth You won't know these Particular degrees If you do know your time of birth You can go online to astro.com And enter your birth formation And then you will be able to Verify along with me Yes, my son is at 12 degrees or 13 degrees so I'm probably Really going to feel this or You know it's at 10 degrees I'm I'm really going to I probably need to really pay attention to this one um, That's why I'm mentioning That just for the sake of those Who do have an awareness of the, their Birth data and their astrological um, Information This is Referred to as A strawberry moon uh, the, These moon, Full moons have been named um, and particularly for the in North America, the peak harvesting season for strawberries is in June, and that gives that uh, its name. In other cultures, it has also been named the Hot Moon for being uh, for the beginning of the summer heat. So that's an aside. Uh, it's a full moons are culmination point. You're talking about two weeks ago at the new moon and you know how we were valuing ourselves and what we what we Knew that, that we're worth and rethinking and reconsidering that this full moon is a culmination point It shines a light. It ex, It's an exposing moon. It shines a light on areas uh, either of two weeks ago that we were initiating and intending and and releasing it. And we're not releasing, but setting forth. Um, It's shining a light on that. You know, where are we? It, it, It can be looked at as a checkup. Where are we from that point? Or if it was a short term goal, we would look back a couple of weeks. If it was a longer term goal, we would look back six months at the new moon in Sagittarius and we would Check on those long-term goals and see where we are with that. It's shining a light and exposing these initiatives and intentions that we had, whether consciously or not, that we were bursting forth and putting forth and setting forth during these pivotal times. That's why knowing things in advance and having awareness in advance is so powerful, because you can, you can. Be consciously competent At that point And you can really Begin to work with these Energies in your favor and in the Favor of others Astrology is not a a selfish (laughs) Modality It's a healing modality It's for all, astrology is for all It doesn't discriminate No restrictions on,
0: on Where you can go With it Um Sagittarius (laughs)
1: Uh, I have a Sagittarius sun sign I have heavy influence in Sagittarius in my chart So I'm pretty excited about this moon uh, Full moon It said the moon in Sagittarius um, That day is actually going to meet up in some good aspects with Jupiter and Uranus uh, early on in on the third. This occurring uh the full moon is occurring on the second. So I will say this. Sorry, you guys. The I put the thing about Neptune first and was going to speak on it, but I, and I skipped it. And and I see now why I put it first. If you go back with me, um, I'll pick up where I left off when you, you heard me saying Neptune earlier. Uh, Neptune being at nine degrees Pisces, which is really close to 11 degrees Pisces, um, it'll be forming at nearly, if it's within two degrees like that, you you can pretty much say it's exact, but an exact square with this full moon. And so that's pivotal because that's going to impact the energy of the full moon. Um, Neptune squaring anything in Sag that you may have, any planets or points, it means you know, kind of limitless ideals, uh, no boundaries. If you're um, Sagittarius, is a sign of adventure. It's a sign of long distance travel. It's the sign of higher learning. It's the sign of um, of uh, spirituality by way of like religion or philosophy. Um, so you. You might be setting off on an adventure But when you are got a square to Neptune It demands that you have careful consideration You know, along with it So whether you want to have careful consideration Of, of these big dreams and limitless ideals and, and the no boundaries that kind of uh, You know, the Jupiterian Sagittarius energy brings you're, life will either cause you to be a bit more cautious around this time, you know, or, or you can choose to do so, and, and it'll be to your benefit to do that. Um, with Gemini, uh, Mercury still being retrograde in Gemini, and uh, Mercury is aspecting this full moon as well. Let
0: me take a quick look because I want to see exactly what that is. Uh, Mercury is aspecting this full moon as well, by way
1: of the, and being opposite to it. Yeah, we right now we've got Sun, Mars, and uh, Mercury opposing the Moon. It, uh, Mars and Mercury are conjunct the Sun right now, so that that's been powerful. Mars and the Sun <laughs> <laughs> together, you know, these big masculine, powerful, driven planets with Mercury opposing this, you know, adventurous, spiritual, um, you know, foreign, long-distance travel uh, moon. So uh, with that, you still may be dealing with the energies of tempers flaring, angry words being exchanged, especially with people who are not dealing with Mercury retrograde very well, those who are manifesting these. Lower vibrations of of the Gemini frequency, that the the chattiness, uh, oh, uh, that's gossip, you know, and um, a childishness, the uh, things of that nature. Gemini on the lower expression, uh, tempers definitely could 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 be flaring around this time of the full moon. Angry words uh, being exchanged, you know, road rage and and traffic being impacted. Um, being aware of these aspects and using your knowledge to maintain a steady and calm, you know, persona if things are in turmoil will will keep you in good 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 standing. So now, up until the second here
0: on Tuesday, just take care to slow down and consider. I'm hey I'm I'm a sun Sagittarius to the fullest,
1: and I'm all about expansion and growth and development and, and advancement and 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 being boundless and limitless. Uh, so maybe I and I, I have Gemini rising. So I'm feeling all of these energies here lately. It's just been it could be overwhelming, but I'm taking my own advice that I'm giving you, and I am slowing down my thoughts consciously slowing down my breathing consciously and not allowing uh the sagittarius energy or uh, the expansive energy to run away with me and, and or that gemini frequency on on the lower end you know the ch- the chattiness I'm watching my words not because I'm uh, concerned about saying the wrong thing or Anything of that nature, but you anytime it's just common sense that the more words you speak, the more you're uh liable to make a mistake, especially if you're dealing with you know these lower manifestations, not even in yourself but in the people around you every everything thats said doesn't require a response if you're dealing with someone who's who's manifesting these lower expressions uh, of uh Gemini or Sagittarius. So um, the as it since it's happening in Gemini and that rules transportation and all that I'm speaking on that this because even though we're not talking about Mercury retrograde right now once again these you have to you don't take you don't isolate one aspect in astrology. I don't care if you're talking about your natal chart or a week worth of astrological transits and events. You have to look at it all in its Larger context, so um, I'm, I'm adding these little notations in so you can take these into consideration as well I, I won't, even though the different segments of the show highlight different transits I don't want to I- ever isolate one as if they operate independently of any other transit that's gonna, going to occur or has occurred um, Allow time when you're traveling uh, you know, plan ahead. We're still in a Mercury retrograde. If you're talking about anything communications-wise, just like this radio show broadcasting, uh, you know, I'm until we're out of the shadow period, I may have to redo a show a time or two. It's okay. Knowing about it in advance that this is what is occurring, it, it gives you the opportunity to take the frustration out, take the aggravation out. Hey, I already knew this was a possibility. And, hey, it happened. So I was prepared for it. That is one of the blessings of know, of knowing about what's happening in advance.
0: Um,
1: yeah, and I mentioned the aspects when I had remembered that I skipped what I really wanted to touch on with Neptune um, squaring this full moon. I was mentioning that Jupiter and Uranus. We um uh, coming into play actually by way of the trine there's a trine to Jupiter, the night of the second on Tuesday, and early on the third Wednesday morning um there is a trine to Uranus, so whatever you've been experiencing with this full moon energy uh the uh, you know exposing things, revealing things, shining a light on things that maybe. You know, from the new moon and Taurus, and and maybe when you reevaluate, or you didn't do it, and you found out how not having you found you get you're we're getting to see a light is being shown on how we really. You know, like I said, if it's the shorter term influence of the last new moon in Taurus, which was just two weeks ago for short term goals and things like that, we really got to see what we really do think about what we're worth and how we really do feel and and value ourselves as worthy or not. What do we really feel that we're worth? And this period of time with the full moon in Sagittarius is shining the light on that on the short term uh, from. Six months ago, the new moon in Sagittarius is shining a light on that long-term, how we really feel about um, that. And so it's it's been powerful for me personally just because it's that, that checkup. That's what I'm talking about, six months later from the um, new moon in Sag, and two weeks down the line from this new moon in Taurus. It's a checkup. How did we do? How how well did our intentions go? Did we set intentions? And how is that working out for you for us? So, um I think that's about all I have. The what I was mentioning about Jupiter and Uranus with it being a try and a harmonizing and favorable aspect, I don't care how ugly things have been. By the time this full moon, you know, culminates on the second, we give you the exact time. I like to do that because just for the sake of accuracy, if you are doing these intentional things at a full moon, it's the time of releasing. So uh, what I was mentioning last, uh, this past Wednesday that didn't
0: get to be heard uh, was just, oh, yes. To you could possibly
1: write down some things that since this is the time, the new moon is a time of setting new intentions, new initiatives, and things like that. With the full moon being about releasing and letting go, um, and the fact that it's in Sagittarius and that it one of the nicknames I just told you was the hot moon fire is Sagittarius is a fire sign. When you utilize the the elements and the modalities and the energies that these signs give off and you work with those energies in your rituals and your spiritual work, then you're harnessing an even greater expenditure of the potential those energies have in whatever way you choose to manifest. So I was just saying um, you can write some things down that you want to release Since this full moon is about releasing That you want to let go of or need clarity on uh, Since we're talking, you know, mercury retrograde We've we got to keep all these things in mind uh, You can write it down on parchment paper or paper And you can burn it You can use that, that as a representative of the fire element And burn it, offering it to, you know However you do your spiritual work and, and trusting that it'll take It'll do what it's intended to do And it'll take care of whatever you need it to take care of um, You definitely want to do it with the understanding That since since we're still in Mercury retrograde period That the clarity might not come You know, on 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 everything Until the next new moon When Mercury has already uh, stationed direct but do it trusting and knowing that you know the intentions the, what you're doing it for the your spiritual work that that doing it at this powerful time is is going to um tend to results. Uh the moon will be exactly opposite the sun at 11:19 a.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday. Tuesday ruled by Mars. So think that was it for that. Now let's go back and uh, talk about the Sun Square Neptune. That is so interesting, you guys, because first of all, that's tomorrow. Uh, at the time that I originally did this on this past Wednesday, we weren't so close to it, so I was talking about it from a different perspective. But it's interesting because we just had another Another yes. It was the Mercury Neptune Square yesterday on the twenty ninth. And uh, I mean, and even in the a couple of the days leading up to it, you you just started saying
0: <laughs>
1: that Neptune Neptunian energy is it's it's about the illusion. It's about uh there. it's a very spiritual sign uh um uh, uh, I'm sorry planet it rules Pisces which is a spiritual sign uh, but planetary wise that energy is it's just interesting and I, my mind goes to the deception you know some of these lower manifestations of that planetary energy uh but it, it's it's not all bad um uh, if Neptune rules imagination and imagination It also rules dreams And sleep So uh, The square that we had uh, With Mercury And Neptune That that was definitely affecting our thoughts And our communications And our travels This particular uh, Neptune square To the sun tomorrow Which obviously Here we are a day beforehand You may already be experiencing it And feeling it Um, You know That that this is going to affect things That are uh, sun related As far as your self expression And your individuality And your Confidence So I'll say this Being so close Being that it's so close to the full moon On the second um, I would say Don't let the transit Get you down Don't be scared, you know. It's Neptune. You know, people are gonna lie to me, and the, I'm gonna be confused. And allow this transit the space to lift you up spiritually. Think higher than than that. Uh, lift you up to spiritually stimulating heights. Um, harness. The imagination in it all that that you're having this easy access, that we are having this easy access to, and put it to you, for yourself and others, too, and also denotes the healing and creative energy. Um, That potential is triggered
0: by this alignment. Um, You got, um, let's see. I put something about Gemini as well as Pisces, and I know that
1: um, I, I'll just read it. It says the inherent duality in Gemini, the twins, and Pisces, the two fish seemingly chasing the other's tail, may have you feeling a bit topsy turvy on this day if you're not mindful. Which you will be now, since you're listening to the show, hopefully studying on your own apart from tuning in and finding out exactly where, meaning what part of your natal chart you can expect these shifting energies in, and making yourself aware of these potentialities so you choose the highest possible outcome you can desire for your life. Uh As easy as as it will be to lucid dream during this time, you can just as easily have difficulty sleeping at this time. Um, The alignment is, that's why I mentioned um, Gemini because I'm glad I kept reading. um, The alignment is actually occurring occurring at 9 degrees Gemini where the sun is squaring Neptune at 9 degrees Pisces. So, if you have any personal planets or points there natally, you wanna know because this is where you can expect to see uh some of this manifestation and and you can intend to incorporate what you find out about how it's impacting your personal natal chart in a more consciously aware way and i we can help you with that at my astrology coach um uh you can feel free to email me directly at Adrian A D R I E N N E at my dot com and you can definitely get some assistance if you uh have any difficulty in exploring or navigating some, some more general uh aspects of what we're talking about on, on the show and and just throughout uh my astrology coach network. Uh, I believe I do see a hand raised, so I've never answered the line before. This will be my first time, so bear with me. I hope I'm doing it right.
0: Uh, let's see one second. Hello, can you hear me? You're on the air. Okay, hold on.
1: Hello? Okay, a caller from the 773-742. You're live on the air with Mama Donna Astrology. Who's calling?
2: My name is Mel.
1: Mel, M-E-L? Yeah. Cool. Peace, John Mel. Me yeah. Oh,
2: How you
1: doing? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> How are you? <laughs>
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying your show. I think this is um, the first time I listen to your show. Um, I was—I um, only had my hand raised. Well, I didn't know I had my hand raised, but um, since I'm on the air, I'm at Aries. My birthday is April 11, 1979. And um, I was seeing if anything from the Mercury retrograde going to affect me or something I should look out for.
1: You said... April the
2: eleventh, nineteen
1: seventy nine. Seventy nine. Mel, what I've done is taken down your info, and I'm going mm-hmm. to um, contact you outside of the show for that, just because the I'll. I'll I like to go in-depth, so what I would do is I would plug in your natal information. Do you know what time you're, of your birth um, by way of your birth certificate, more than likely? Um,
2: I think, yeah, I think it was between 2 and 3 p.m.
1: That narrows it down a lot. Um, I admonish mm-hmm. you to get the most accurate information that you possibly can regarding the time of your birth because it's so vital okay. and your ascendant sign, which tells infinitely so much about you and um, things that manifest in your daily walking life that you can see. Uh, It's also good for noting exactly where these planets and points are in your chart, which would be so instrumental in helping you transit-wise seeing what's going on currently, as well as forecasting future events, and even taking a look into your natal chart to, to what um, cosmological story has it literally has already been written for you in the stars? So we'll we'll do that offline. I've got your number here. Uh, if the, if that's a good number, I can contact you on that. Um, sure. is so yeah. You wanted to know about how, how the full moon is going to affect you. Well, it, you know, you, you said the moon's a- going to
2: Gemini. This is all new to me, so I don't know. You you said the moon going to Gemini and
1: all this. Excuse me? uh, What piqued your interest specifically, kind of, uh, about what's going to be affecting you? Because we've talked about, um, I was getting into this uh, Sun Neptune square, but we've also talked about the full moon, which is going to, I'm telling you, it's impacting everybody, period. Yeah. Right, right, right.
2: But Um, maybe that was, what's a better way to, to get through this because um, I recently just had an argument, you know, and communication is awful, a lot, so I'm yeah. just trying to watch what I say, avoid things at all costs, and just pretty much be to myself a little bit during this time, so
0: no, I was just calling to
2: see if it was there anything else.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: Yeah. That is so powerful that you say that because oftentimes uh, I was talking about the Mercury retrograding in Gemini and the potential for like a lot of childish banter arguments going back and forth um, and even the full moon's impact on that, how it's shining a light on it. It's it's in your face. You can't ignore it now, you know. And uh, the powerful thing about what you just said is that you're, Taking the initiative and the divine opportunity to take full responsibility and look at yourself in the context of everything that's going on, consciously or not, realizing that you impact your environment. So um, I'm I'm excited to talk to you about it a lot more in depth and in detail um, once we get off the line. But yes, that's exactly what e- you are a divine example for people who are listening and people who will call in on future shows. What what kind of tool astrology is? It's a tool that you take in your own hands and you navigate. You are the navigator. You choose how your life is, and you begin to work with these energies and choose how you will manifest higher uh, expressions of mm-hmm. these energies as opposed to arguments, look, it's the operative Gemini. You can go back and forth on a building level with Mercury being in Gemini instead of on a destructive level. You see what I'm saying? You, Once you're aware right. of it, you choose. Once you're aware of it and you've got somebody that's opposing you or coming at you, then you can be prepared to cushion that with, you know what, we're not going to argue today. What we are going to do is we can take this same energy and we can do a new thing with it. So, uh, Mel, if it's fine with you, I'll be contacting you shortly after the show. It's cool. Okay, great. You can call. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much for getting on the line and not being scared to talk to me because I'm <laughs> new to all <Aussie> this too. <laughs> so okay. um, I'm good. Cool. Go yes, thank you so much. Your your input no is much appreciated. Thank right. you, thank you for having
2: me. Right. You're welcome,
1: Keith. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. All right, and so um, at this point, we are, uh, let me see how much time we have left. We have 11 minutes left. How divine is that? Um, At this point, I'm going to just finish out what I was saying about the um, Venus um, sun, Neptune square. I'm back on track, you guys. I love it when y'all call in and have questions. I just have to get back. Okay. Yes, this we're not going to look at this as a negative thing with Neptune involved. There are no bad planets. There are no bad signs. There are, however, lower manifestations of these energies that if you're not intending to manifest the higher vibration, by default, you will manifest the lower vibration. So that's why being mindful, being a week ahead, being a day ahead, I'm talking about something that's... Um, Lining up for tomorrow exact Tomorrow on the 31st Being even being a few Hours or a day ahead of it is Powerful and potentially powerful If you know what to do with it And we know what to do with it a lot of Times just by trial and error shoot Trying something new is better Than keep on staying in the same rut you've Been in you only know what you What you you know So far and so Learning something new by way of Educational um, shows like this You're able to Try out something new and that alone Has the potential to put you on a whole New positive path in a Direction that you actually want To go in Um, Like I said difficulty with sleep Is possible with this sun neptune Square but also equally The potential is there to have very Lucid dreams So pay attention to your dreams Um since you know that the potential is there for lucid dreaming, if you want to remember your dreams, be prepared for that. Before you go to bed, you know, uh, uh, say out loud, I want to remember my dream. Have a, a cup of water uh, um Fine, you know it's it's all related. I've, I'll be breaking it down to you guys over the weeks, but trust me. Take don't don't take my word for it. I never want to say that. Look it up. Go look it up for yourself. Pisces is a water sign. Neptune rules Pisces. Uh, dreaming, sleeping. Put a cup of water by your bed. That's gonna help you. You can look into how and why on your own. I'll put that. You know, on you to see why I'm saying this, but I'm saying things that are correlated with how you can maximize and get the most out of this alignment. Instead of looking at it as something negative, um, it can also be a very creative time. Um, oh yes, also with the dreaming. When you wake, have a pen and paper by the bed, you know, in arm's reach. Uh, before you introduce any new thoughts into your head about the day or anything like that, once you get up out of your dream, make sure your lamp or light is close so you can just look it on and write down whatever you remember, whatever impressions you get. Your dreams, subconscious mind, all that operates on symbols, you know, uh, a lot of times shapes and colors. You hear a lot of people who dream say, you know, I didn't see a face, but they knew who it was. and. Um, uh, if there's a car in your dream, a certain color in your dream, a certain number, this is a time where you can harness that and utilize it as information. It means something. Uh this is a tremendously creative and spiritual healing, like I say, a potential can be found during this time by listening to and working with the inner voices from these depths. Neptune is the higher octave of Venus. So uh definitely it's it's the love and the spirituality at that higher level So you, we have access to that at, at a time like this um, uh, Extending your dream time is favored during this time If you, if you can get a nap in, you know And have a, a lucid dreaming session that way Go for it, perfect time for that um, it's a perfect time for igniting a creative fire and enjoying a um, a transcendent spiritual ex- experience. You know, uh, I have a sister friend of mine who, uh, uh, who intentionally had a spiritual experience. Uh, I don't know if she lined it up with one of these uh, aspects, but this is a good time for it. If I was talking to her, I'd mention that. Uh, whether you're, uh, you know, wielding a paintbrush, uh, h- holding a camera, or you know, in the kitchen with a pan and a spatula, this is a great creative energy. Don't miss out. It's the divine time I, just to go with that uh, kind of flow. When you're talking about a square and a challenging aspect. You all just aim for the highest expression, and and you you don't have to live this reality where oh there's a square coming up or it's opposition. You know that means something bad is gonna happen. A challenge is not bad if you gain a higher reward from it by keep, keeping your thoughts and intentions higher manifestation. Let me see. I'm gonna have what I'm gonna to have to do is start setting these shows for an hour. I think I did another 45-minute show, and there's just so much. And 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 now that we're at our, at our second show, second weekend, and you know people are raising their hands and things are uh, happening. Uh, we, we need as much time as we can, I guess, to get through these things. Or I'll just have to start being more concise. <laughs> How about that? And then we can um, dig more in-depth, maybe online via social uh, networking or through uh, the Mama Dada Astrology website, which is still being uh,
0: developed fully. So let's see here. Uh Sorry guys, I'm still navigating my way through the studio and everything We've got four minutes left
1: And I definitely, definitely, definitely Have got to touch on Venus entering Leo Before we get off this line The last thing was going to be The Venus Saturn trine And I will say this real quick about it Before I close out with Venus entering Leo Which is powerful, powerful, powerful Don't miss it, I gotta hurry up (laughs) I will say this If you are on the internet Call in, call in to the show, and that way, if we go over by just here a couple minutes with me talking about this powerful Venus uh, Leo ingression, Venus entering Leo, you cannot miss it. Uh, call in eight one eight three six nine zero three six eight eight one eight three six nine zero three six eight. If you're on the internet. Because if you're on the call and we go a little bit over, it's not gonna hang you up. If you're online, unfortunately for the time that I set for the show, the duration of it, it'll go ahead and cut off online. So once again, eight one eight three six nine zero three six eight. Um, the Venus Saturn Trine on the sixth, which is a week from today on Saturday, is is beautiful. Trine is a harmoni it's one of the most harmonizing and harmonious uh, favorable aspects That exist in Astrology, you've got trine, you've got Sextile, you've got square Conjunction, opposition The trine is its Effortless, like all you Gotta do is be aware And you can really uh, Have an enjoyable Or favorable experience in the areas Of your chart that it's affecting uh, With Venus you've got the planet love, money, and art in a very flowy, harmonious aspect to Saturn, the planet of responsibility and structure and discipline. So when you put those together in a harmonious, flowy, favorable uh, relationship to one another, here we see we can manifest Seriousness or responsibility In our love Relationship Some of you I wouldn't Necessarily advise it in the Mercury Retrograde but if if your chart I'm telling you these, these Aspects hit your Individual chart in Its own way so Just like I said on the last show with The Mercury Retrograde Um Affecting my personal chart in such a favorable way I couldn't even fix my mouth to really <laughs> say That it was going to be just so difficult and hard I, I gave you all those potentialities and possibilities But in my mind and heart I'm I'm so excited about the, the, the Theoretically and, and what it's going to be doing to my chart But even more so physically In the physical manifestation Of how I have been living and experiencing this Mercury um, so it, I, I just got the reminder that the show is going to cut off online So I definitely want to run my information by you again Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E At com For any general questions about astrology Or if you, um, you know, want to give some astrological context To, uh, you know, some general life questions you have We can help you with that um, so please don't hesitate to contact me there uh, Mama Dada Astro on Twitter Mama Dada Astro on Twitter And Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook So please check check me out And um, I'm, I'm bringing y'all the information in advance So that's what we're here for And to help you understand the part you play If you want to in it all Thank you so much for joining me I'm going to wrap up about the Venus-Saturn trine And Venus and Leo And I will catch you guys next time On the Mama Dada Astrology Hour uh, Your week ahead uh, The best time of your week ahead of time Uh, Let's see with Venus and the Saturn trining, like I said, seriousness or responsibility in relationships, you could find yourself, uh, you know, making a particular commitment. Or if I'll say it like this: once you do take a serious Saturnian look at your love relationships, you're either probably going to assume more responsibility in the relationship, or you're going to see that that relationship. Is is actually not serving you or no longer serving you, so that's what um, we're looking at here with that. You, Venus is not only love relationships; it's also money and art. So uh, seriousness with money by way of budgeting. When I think when I hear seriousness with money, I think of budgeting. You could. Find yourself either wanting to or having to take a more serious look at your expenditure of money as well as uh, the money you receive, and and that could bring up a whole other set of potentialities. So uh, taking a more serious look at finances by way of investment. Or uh, when you're talking about Venus You're talking about adding value Or seeing the value in something So you could find yourself during this time And, and when I say during this time It's lining up exact on the 6th Which is next Saturday But with, with this and any other um, aspect You're going to As we're getting closer to it You may see the the man, the um, expression of these energies More strongly after the sixth when it occurs it will be waning or the energy will be lessening at that point. So be mindful of that as well. Uh so you can find yourself buying something beautiful or valuable and when you add Saturn on to it, you you add endurance, you add longevity. Uh so it, Valuables wise You can find yourself buying something That you cherish and keep for a very long time Relationship wise Once again once you're taking this closer Serious look at it you can find Yourself uh, you know Whatever decisions you make In relationships here Especially with this trine it's it's this Easy flow of energy It's with Saturn being involved It's probably not going to be You know Something you go back on It's probably the ramifications of the decision-making that you're making now with money and love relationships and art uh, and and possessions are going to be, you know, long-lasting decisions. All right, y'all, we're wrapping it up here with Venus entering Leo. It's so huge. I'm going over time, but, hey, this is one time where I don't mind, and I'm sure you won't either. Uh, Venus enters Leo or ingresses As you're in your astrological studies You may see the word ingress or ingression uh, Venus enters Leo on the 5th Which is next Friday Which is ruled by Venus Fridays are ruled by Venus Anyway So with this ingression occurring on that day I mean all you want to do They're not coincidences But when correspondences like that occur Know that the universe is showing you this extra layer of Venusian energy Which is beautiful, which is valuable, which is artful Which is, you know, it adds, wherever Venus is, it adds value It beautifies it So Leo, Venus entering Leo, or Venus adding value and beautifying the um, relation of Leo or the zodiac sign of Leo.
0: Leo rules um, the heart. Leo rules.
1: Um, let's see. Leo is a confident, showy energy. It's an open energy. It's big. I mean, when you think it's it's a big it's a big heart. You know, have you ever used that expression? You say, he got heart. You know, they got heart. The heart of a lion, that's Leo. It's showy. It's confident. Think of a lion and their mane and their regality, their regal, and, you know, that's Leo. Leo is a fixed sign. It ain't moving, you know, like a mutable sign like Sagittarius. It ain't going nowhere. It's stable. It's fixed. It's also a fire sign, which denotes you know that inner that passionate energy. Uh, If you know a a person with the sun in Leo in your life, they are they're likely passionate about something without a doubt. You could say that they're passionate about something. Value being added to this sign, which is you know denoting sustained passion, and by that I'm saying. Whatever you, you, this is happening on the fifth, and I did not look up how long it's gonna be in Leo, but Venus transits uh, a sign I believe like uh, almost a month, like twenty six, twenty four, twenty six days. Um, I, I, sorry, I don't have that exact information, but I'm pr- I know I'm very close. And so for this, you know, around twenty five day period. I will say this, if your heart is not into it, I was just talking to you about Leo, which is fiery, sustained passion, you know, so if your heart is not into it, you're likely not going to stick with it or keep it up. Um, uh, If if your heart is not, if you don't really love a thing, you're probably not going to buy it. Clothes, be it, you know, how you choose to do your hair or so, go big. That's that's my part of my wisdom I'm giving you about this this time period. You know that is ripe for Venusian and Leo things to be experienced. Go big, like that big heart of a lion. Go big and go for what your open heart truly values and desires naturally. I say this: treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Especially during these 25 days Treat yourself Know your Venus's values and worth And it's in the house of You know Confidence and openness Having an open big heart of a lion Value is being added To our expressions of ourselves so take a spa day, update your look Leo likes to show off So do something you have been maybe thinking about Like a cut, haircut or a particular color on your hair Or a new outfit that puts your personal style on display More so than what you normally wear When you think of a lion strutting, you know that Do that and do it big Definitely do it big because Venus is you know, Venus adds value. I, I kind of, when I think of Venus, I kind of think of Jupiter because they're both pretty much, and so they're going to, you're going to probably like the way that when they transit particular planets and points in your chart, you're probably going to like the way that it feels, Um but with with jupiter it's so expansive and limitless and boundless you know there's the potential for overdoing things and for going out of bounds <laughs> because that's the type of energy it is but i love venus so much because it is you know it venus rules the the constellation taurus and libra and, you know, I, I think of the stability of Taurus and I think of the balancing and harmonizing of Libra and I don't see that same potentiality of Jupiter to go overboard or to uh you know, be excessive. Uh Venus has that potentiality. If you have Venus in the second house, yeah, you could totally, you know, just money slip through your fingers. Um, but I see a lot less of that than I do with Jupiter, especially if you're conscious and aware of it and you're Probably, you know, probably somebody like me, I tend to be a little more serious. It probably takes the right transit for me to just let all the way go in a particular area. But with this Venus um, entering Leo, g- going big is required.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, all the ways that I've explained you can, um, you know, uh, play, uh, utilize this energy Do your own research on it. I'm always admonishing my listeners to do your own research on it and see where you can take it because, you know, the sky is not even the limit with with astrology. There's just no limit um, with how you can uh, utilize this information. So as you rediscover the inherent value that you bring to the table individually, I'm talking about value as Venus and your and and what you're bringing to the table, your talents um, individually. I'm talking about Leo or fifth house. Leo rules the fifth house. Leo um, is ruled by the sun. These are things you'll find in in your in your studies. So all these things are c- come into play, sun, Self expression, Leo, fifth house. Uh, You're putting your unique fingerprint and mark on everything that you express. You will naturally be, as you are rediscovering your inherent value that you bring to the table individually, and as you are putting your unique fingerprint and mark on everything that you express, you will naturally be withdrawing and turning away. From those things that don't serve your highest self So don't even worry about You know what's not for you And don't focus on what you don't want Focus on what you do want That's what we're doing here At Mama Dada Astrology On the My Astrology Coach Radio Network We're focusing on on what we want And so what we don't want Naturally withdraws What we don't want Naturally turns away from us Naturally leaves So Uh, I'll I'll end with this. When we're talking about Venus entering Leo or the fifth house being the house of children and fun and games and pleasure and gambling and, uh, you know, creation and creating, I think of, me personally, my love for children. You got Venus love and you got Leo children. So I think of my love for children. Uh, I haven't birthed any so far naturally, but uh I have two godchildren. I have a niece and nephew and I've got a slew of babies at uh the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth, Texas, um, that I love so much. So Already on a regular basis I have this love for children But being that this particular 25 days or season Or period of time Is coming here within next week That we'll be entering into it Anything related to Your love for children You know, go with that There's blessings there You know, because Venus is actually In that area of space Right, will be in that area of space Blessing it for for these uh, activities that are natural to it, being there, which is love for children. In addition to that, enjoying games with children, it will be a good time for that here in the next. 25 days after the fifth Um, play any value you're placing in children you're doing good because venus is values and what you think is valuable so placing your value in children just like the planet venus is adding value to a sign a constellation an area of space that That represents children You're doing good You're in line You're in the flow of the energy So that will be a blessing to you Uh, Also appreciating children uh, is favored Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity Before I get off the line To appreciate and honor And acknowledge my godson Markel Who is graduating a year early From high school next Friday so I got to shout him out. I'm such a proud godmother. I've been around since before he was born. <laughs> uh associated with his mother and uh I mean <laughs> Just 17 years flew by, and I appreciate him. I I see his value and his worth as a a genius child, um, you know, graduating early and just ready and in a position to take on the world. Uh, Also, in appreciating children, before I let you guys go, um, I'd like to mention my Uhuru Academy babies where I teach uh, uh, part-time. Um, but I love them full time with all my heart. <laughs> and, um, they had an awards day ceremony just on yesterday where, uh, we, uh, at the Hooray Academy graduated our first two graduates. Um, and so that, I, I really, um, my heart is big for them, so I, I could just go on about them. Uh, what I will do is give you a divine opportunity, those of you listening, to value, a high value on children, and get a head start on, uh, get ahead of this energy and get in the, start practicing um of, uh, because all these things, even though it only lasts twenty five days, that that's not the only time of the year where these things are important. This is just the time of the year where it's highlighted and favorable, and the blessing is added to it. Where if you're participating and you're, you know, cooperating with these energies at this time in these specific ways, that it could be a real benefit and blessing to you. So let me tell you, Uhuru Academy, U um, H. Uh, UH, you are you academy dot weebly w e e b l y dot com forward slash donate go to that site uh start a monthly subscription maybe that's what you'll see when you look in your chart. Maybe that's what will be triggered with this Venus pattern trine, that the thing that's supposed to be enduring or lasting is the value uh, or the appreciation that you have for children. If if not for your child, then just as a donation of of just love for children. This is an African-centered, private educational institution, one of, of Very few, maybe less than a handful in the entire nation, but one of them is right here in Fort Worth, Texas, and at that site, uhuhuacademy.weebly.com forward slash donate. You can do a one-time donation if it's just a passing fancy or whimsy or just you wanting to Put your, match your intention up with your action and and, and reap those divine blessings as a result of that. Uh, or if you want to set it up for a regular monthly subscription of some kind so you can just on an ongoing basis utilize this initiating moment in time to set you up, you know, for a, a long-term um, support. So like I said with the Venus, Saturn, trying, you know, um, it's a supportive influence, and I, I just I just love the babies, so I'm always going to support. I've been a supporter of the Uhuru Academy for years, not only financially, but also if you place value in something, you'll spend time with that something, you'll invest your time and your energy into that something. So, if it's not donating to the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth, then you know, there locally, go volunteer your time, go volunteer some food, or or, or or money to to a child organization in your area This is the divine time to do it I won't hold you guys any longer It's been so fun, I don't even want to go And I've got more I can talk about and say But for this week, we'll wrap it up right there And I will see you guys, if not next Wednesday evening If there's any way that this um, Mercury Retrograde uh, persists And uh fun manifestations, interesting manifestations, and I will catch you guys soon after that. So next Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll catch you right back here on the Mama Mama Dada Astrology Radio on the My
0: Astrology Coach Radio Network. Love you guys. Peace.